0: to put people over the project. Always think about the people first. And if you start seeing yourself get into a position where it's all project focused and you're forgetting about the people, then slow down, take time to pray, spend time with the Lord for a little bit, and say, okay, are my priorities in line? You got priorities, pray, people, project. There's a lot of Ps going on here, but it's really important that we put people over the project. Welcome to the Be Encouraged Today podcast. Hi, my name is Amber Davis, a former workaholic who discovered enjoyable productivity so that I could begin to fulfill the plans that God has for me. And I truly want you to fulfill God's plans in your life, too. Each Thursday, I will share productivity tips to fulfill God's plans for your life. Myself, along with some guests, will also share real life experiences so that you can be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today. If you have been listening to the Be Encouraged Today podcast for any length of time, you have heard my phrase, enjoyable productivity. Now, what do I mean by enjoyable productivity? That's what I want to explain today on this episode, specifically when it comes to how to do projects with those you love and still actually like each other. You know what I'm talking about. So we're gonna get into it today. But first of all, I wanna explain a little bit about what enjoyable productivity means. Enjoyable productivity means you are choosing to enjoy whatever it is that you are doing and you're actually enjoying it along the way. Because Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13 tells us that God knows the plans that he has for us to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us hope and a future But our part is to call on Him, come to Him, and pray, and He listens to us. And then we seek Him with our heart, and we find Him and those plans that He has for us. And so God wants us to prosper. He wants us to enjoy our life, even though that we will step out of our comfort zone sometimes, and we may do things that we don't necessarily like to do. We can choose joy while we're doing those things. Enjoyable productivity is an approach of being able to get things done so that you're fulfilling the plans that God has for you while it's making your life easier, and it's also making other people's lives easier. So if it's making your life easier, but it's stressing everybody else out, that's not enjoyable productivity. And if it's making everybody else's life easier, but it's stressing you out, that's not enjoyable productivity either. It's got to be both of those things coming together, and that's a great way to know that you are fulfilling the plans that God has for you. So today, let's talk about it. Let's talk about how do you do projects with those that you love and you actually still like one another. We've all been there in situations, or at least you've seen these situations where family members or people that are really close friends, they go into business together or they do a big project together or they are part of an organization together. Whatever it is that they're working on and their friendship, their relationship completely suffers. Some of them have been estranged for years because of a project that they have worked on together. And then some of them not as extreme, just don't get along for a period of time, and they can't work on those projects together. So how do we do as Christians, how do we do projects with those people that we love, but we can still like one another? Well, that's what I want to share with you today. Now, I do not pretend to have all the answers, but I do know that God knows the plans that he has for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us hope and a future. And that also means with our relationships. I have learned a lot through combining business principles and biblical principles together to be able to not just be successful, but have a fulfilled life. And that's really why I created Be Encouraged Today is to help other Christians to be able to merge those principles together so that they don't have to compartmentalize their project over here with their Christianity over here. God wants us to prosper. That also means those projects that he puts in our lives to be able to prosper. And I believe that's a way to have enjoyable productivity in our lives. So first, let's define what I mean by projects. I'm using the word projects, and I want to make sure you understand what I'm talking about. And I put these projects into two different categories. The first category is what I call a passion project. I also call this a God-given dream. You'll hear me talk a lot about this in regard to my book that I wrote called Flight and a training course that I have online called FTC, Flight Training Course. But before I get into that explanation, the whole Piece about a passion project. A passion project is something that obviously that you're passionate about doing, God-given dream, right? Something that you believe that God put on your heart that you need to fulfill. That could be that book that you've always wanted to write. That could be that business that you wanted to start. That could be a ministry that you want to launch into. It could be a house renovation. Maybe you want to go back to school and get your master's degree. It's a project that you are very passionate about. It's a project that as a Christian, you believe that God put on your heart And it's a God-given dream that you need to fulfill. So that's a, a passion project. Now, a passion project, the thing about that is that it's really important that you know your strengths when it comes to passion project. I actually have a strengths postcard and a flight funnel that helps you identify your strengths so that you can focus on your character strengths, focus in on your strengths that you do well at. So that then you can funnel that down in what I call a flight funnel to identify, whittle it down to at least two God-given dreams or passion projects. And you can go to Be Encouraged Today forward slash passion Project, and you can get some free downloads to be able to help you with that. It also will tell you when my next FTC course is coming up, which is my flight training course, but there's a, if you don't take the flight training course, that's fine. There's free download, there's information in there to be able to help you, encouragement emails, and things like that. So you can go to beencouragedtoday.com forward slash passion project forward slash, so you can get those details there. And I'll put the link in the show notes as well. Let me give you an example of another passion project, like writing my book was a passion project, but also another example of a passion project could be something that I was doing within Be Encouraged Today. And i give you two of these examples that did work out and that didn't work out. For instance, one that did work out was with my book. As I was writing my book and I was going to design the cover and I'm looking at publishers and different things, when I got to the point about designing the front cover of the book, my husband has talents in that area as far as being able to do some graphic things that I didn't know at the time. I'm learning more about that now, but that I didn't know at the time. I also have, we have, my husband and I have a friend who's a just a phenomenal photographer. And my son, acts, And so all these things kind of came together where we could design a front cover for my book. And so it was actually a really fun passion project. The passion project was publishing the book, getting the book published. But within that passion project, a smaller part of that project was to get the cover designed and get that all put together. And we did that together. My, my husband helped with that. Our friend helped with that. My son is on the actual front cover of my book. And even my daughter helped out with the lighting and stuff because she enjoys doing some of that as well. So we actually had a blast doing it. We spent a whole afternoon. We worked hard. It was a long time. Um, it was actually a couple of different days that we worked on it. But then we celebrated with pizza and ice cream and we just had fun. So, but it, we did put a lot of work into it, but it was enjoyable productivity because we were utilizing the different strengths of the different people. And so that was one time where a passion project did work out. As far as being encouraged today, I have a lot of facets of being encouraged today with the finances, legality, the podcast, the design elements, so many different things that go into being encouraged today. And one of those facets I had my daughter helping me with and we were working on it, and we spent three months working on this project. Oh, uh, I guess it was about two months that we spent working on this project, and it just wasn't fitting. It was, it felt more forced than it was fun, and there's a balance to that, right? Because you do have responsibilities, but when it's just feels like it's constantly a force, and you're just forcing it, and forcing it, and forcing it, and it's just not fun, and the other person's not passionate about that particular area, we find finally had to come to a point where like, you know what? I don't think that this is a good fit for us to work on this together and our relationship didn't suffer because of that because we were honest and we had a conversation about it and so sometimes there will be a point where you know somebody's not as passionate about something and you'll go your separate ways you see this in different families where you'll have a family and they'll have you know maybe two or three kids and one of the kids goes into the family business while the other two don't sometimes all three go into the family business, but sometimes they don't. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the business is bad. Doesn't mean the relationship's not not good. It just means that it's not a good fit for everybody. That sometimes that it will work out and sometimes it won't. Now that's with a passion project, a God-given dream. A passion project is something that you're passionate about, right? It's something that you really believe that God put this on your heart and you need to fulfill it. Now, what is another kind of project. If it's not a passion project, I call it a petite project. You know, like the word petite means small, little, right? This is a little project. How do you know the difference between a project and a chore or a task? I've talked about this several times on Be Encouraged Today podcast, but the difference between a chore and a project is a project has multiple tasks over a period of time that have to be fulfilled. It's like you're stringing tasks together together in order for you to fulfill a project. Whether it's a passion project or a petite project, they have multiple tasks that have to be completed and strung together to make that project. A task or a chore is just something that you get done. It's something that doesn't have to be planned out in an elaborate way. It's something that you just put on a calendar or you put on a date or you have a deadline, which I call milestones because I don't like deadlines. A chore is just something that you do, something that you get done, a chore or a task. They're in the same category. So it could be something like taking out the litter box, mailing your bills, uh, take out your trash every so many days. These are all tasks and chores that you have to do, whether it be at a business or whether whether it be at a ministry or whether it be at your home, these are all tasks and chores. But a project is tasks or chores that are strung together over a period of time that need a plan. And so that's the difference. But a God-given dream or a passion project is a bigger project that causes you to want to do it because you're passionate about it. It's something that God put on your heart. You're excited about it. It's usually a bigger project. A petite project is a smaller project that you might not be passionate about. Maybe this is something that is a project of necessity. It could be a what I call sweat equity. Well, a lot of people call it that, a sweat equity project. Something that you got to put a lot of sweat into. You don't really want to do it, but you know that the benefit of doing it is going to outweigh the actual doing of it. And so it could be like renovating a bathroom so that you can get more value out of your home when you sell it. That's a great example of a sweat equity project. Maybe you've got to, instead of pay somebody to move all your furniture, you move all your furniture yourself. You know, I'm thinking of a lot of home renovations or business renovations that are sweat equity projects. So those are examples of, of that. Today, I want to center up on those petite projects. Those projects that you have to do that you may not want to do, this often involves family members, people that you love, people that you're friends with. So how do you do these petite projects? How do you do them with the people that you love and you still end up liking one another? Well, that's what I want to talk about today. So I'm going to break this down. Let me give you three ways today on how to go about doing a petite project so you can do a petite project with people you love and still like them. The first way is set a timer. This is huge. So let's say you are going to tackle a petite project. You have something in mind like cleaning out your garage or renovating a room or maybe you're doing some landscaping outside. Some kind of project could be organizing your kitchen or it could be putting away all the Christmas decorations back up into the attic, whatever that petite project may be. A lot of times when we look at a project, we do two things. We either stall or we make it tall. We stall, we procrastinate it, and we tall, we make it so big that it stresses everybody out. And I did a whole episode on this. It's episode number 22, and it's an approach that I call make your all small. And you can learn all about that on episode number two, and I'll put a 22 rather, and I'll put a link in the show notes below. But today I wanna give you three ways, three wise ways for you to be able to do a petite project with those that you love. Number one is set a timer. This is really important that you need to set times in order for you to work on a project. So I'll give you an example that my family and I, when we first moved into the house that we currently live in, we set aside some finances to be able to do a project to make the house better. And we decided on putting together our installing or designing a fire pit patio to go on the outside of our home. So once we decided where the fire pit patio was going to go, we started doing research, mostly me. I enjoy doing that. So I did a lot of research on how to be able to do this and we were going to do it ourselves. And so I aligned the whole project and we had a plan and everything was laid out. Well, in order to do that, we to do it to save cost, we did it as a family. We did it on our own. And so it was a lot of work, and my husband will be the first to tell you that. <laughs> he said, we're never doing that again, only because it just took so much work. It was really hard work for us to do it. We love the results, but it was a lot of hard work, but we stayed likable to one another. We didn't lose our likability for one another. One way is because we set times. We set timers that there were specific times. We did it for a week Really two weeks was the project, but every day I would only have my kids work on it for a certain amount of time so that it wouldn't stress them out. And I would only go out and work on it in certain amount of times. And then I would take breaks and come inside and then go back out and work on it if I needed to. But I built in break times to be able to do that. It's so important to build in those breaks so that you're not just stressing yourself out, stressing other people out, and it helps you have enjoyable productivity because you will get burned out really quickly and or this is something that I've done and I have to on purpose not do I'll work, 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 and then I'll end up getting sick. I don't know anybody raising their hand out there where you'll just keep plowing and plowing and plowing until all of a sudden the sniffles come and you realize, oh my goodness, I'm really sick. I am not feeling good. And then you lose like two or three days. Been there, I have totally been there, and it's not worth it. All right, so number two wise way for you to do a petite project so that your family or your loved one could still like you and y'all can like each other, rewards it is very important to give rewards, reward yourself. You know, when we were working on that project, one of the things that we did was I had lemonade in the house or popsicles in the house and we would set out and have popsicles or ice cream sandwiches was a big reward for my son. He enjoyed that. And so just even if it's something little like that, just rewarding yourself, doing something fun. After we finished the project, we had a big reward where we all you know went out and got a bunch of food and we created the whole fire pit night and we had this really awesome time. But it's important to have rewards words along the way. And I think about the disciples. Remember the story in the Bible where Jesus turned water into wine and it was at a wedding. One of the things that I think about that story is that he had some of the disciples go get the water vases so that he could fill them up. They could fill them up with water. You know, in today's day and age, that may not seem like a big deal. But back then, I mean, these water vases were huge. They're having to move them from probably a Far off place. And so doing that took a lot of time, took a lot of energy. And that was a big project. But yet, then they got back to the wedding. They still got to enjoy the party. You know, Jesus didn't say, okay, now I've got your next task for you to do and your next project. They were able to enjoy themselves. And so it is important to build in rewards and enjoyable time. Here's number three wise way for you to be able to still create enjoyable productivity when it comes to that project people are more important than your project so I say people are over project. This is really important to remember that if you start seeing the person that is working with you, I'm not talking about if somebody just a complainer, you do have to work through that. Like with your children, if you have one child that typically is more, you know, in that complaining mode, they're not as motivated, you have to work through that. There is balance to that. But if you see that your child or your spouse or who, your friend is working really diligently with you, and after a period of time, they're just weary they're tired, they need a break, you need to remember the people over the project. And so remember that at the end of the day, when that fire pit was completed, I still have to live the rest of my life with my people. And so I can't put that fire pit, that project, above the relationship with the people and i have to on purpose do this and i'm saying this to myself as much as i'm saying to you i want you to be encouraged today to put people over the project always think about the people first and if you start seeing yourself get into a position where it's all project focus and you're forgetting about the people then slow down take time to pray Spend time with the Lord for a little bit and say, okay, are my priorities in line? You got priorities, pray, people, project. There's a lot of Ps going on here, but it's really important that we put people over the project. That's important to remember. So set times have rewards, and put people over your project. If you do those three things, that will really help you be encouraged. It will help you to create enjoyable productivity, whether you're doing a passion project, God-given dream, or specifically a petite project. And so you will be able to complete projects. You will be able to do things with people that you love and you still like one another. Now, I mentioned earlier about my approach called Make Your All Small. This approach will transform your Christian life. It will help you to be able to create enjoyable productivity in your life. And I want to help you do that. And I actually created a resource to be able to help you. And I want to share that with you right now. Working from home, schooling from home, living from home. Does your office and home feel like one big giant project all at the same time? At the end of the day, do you wish you had more peace and time for more important things in your life, like your relationship with God and your family, but all of those home and office projects, chores, and tasks just keep talking to you? What if I told you that there is a way that your home and office chores, tasks, and projects could be managed in a way that gives you more time for the things and the people that you love? Well, enter the Make Your All Small Get Organized Mini Course. Oh my goodness. So what is that? Well, it is an online four-week mini course stocked full of my professional tips like how to create white space at the bottom of your email inboxes, conquer cabinet organization in a matter of minutes, create filing systems that buy back office space and time, and so much more. This course is stocked full of downloadable tools like my Name the Day display cards that help you remember what to focus on, including scriptures that bring peace. In your place this course is only offered at certain times of the year and my email subscribers are the first to know the dates so how do you get on my email list so that you'll know when the make your all small get organized mini course is offered well it is easy and it also comes with my free number one productivity tip download let me explain you are in your Christian life, if you're anything like me, you want to fulfill God's plans that He has for you. And I want to be able to help you with my number one productivity tip. It's called Review Preview. And I created a whole guide around this. I call it the Review Preview Meet With Yourself Guide to fulfill God's plans for your life. This productivity guide gives you a three-step approach on how to meet with yourself every single week. So you can create what I call enjoyable productivity in your life. So go to my website at beencouragetoday.com. That's beencouragetoday.com to download my guide, which includes a three step checklist and an inspirational scripture list. And get ready to be encouraged today. So honored to have shared with you today. You are not alone. Please do not forget that. I believe in you and the plans God has for you. Let's learn how to have enjoyable productivity so that we can all be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today.